so the dealer knows what's going down. Now we wait. How long? Who knows? An hour. Maybe five. Drug delivery? You wanted some marijuana? No, uh, not me. My nephew did. Show me the money. Show us the pot. I got it right here. Oh, my God. Nice, right? Okay, you can put your shirt down, Derek. Just give him the stuff. So, we have a deal. We have a deal. He's ruining his life! Please, Stop. officer, spray! spray. What? Oh, no! It's the cops! Oh, and a construction worker! Uh, let's get this party started. Aren't you guys gonna cuff him? You want a handcuff? Yeah! Welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. Well, that one woke me up. <laughs> I'm Jake. You just take your drink. You're like, mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was looking at this thing. Uh, it's like the second to last digit of your like is who's throwing the ball. And okay. the last digit of your like this is on Instagram is the person who's catching the ball. You need to complete a Hail Mary. Football. Uh, okay. And who's is the pass being completed right and mine was connor mcgregor is throwing the ball okay to seahawks receiver dk metcalf now i have no doubt in my mind dk metcalf is would be one of the people i would want trying to catch because the dude's like six five and like an adonis Mm -hmm. but i don't think connor mcgregor can throw a football more than like 20 yards so you never know dude maybe his older brother and dad is a football player i don't think so they're from ireland What's wrong with Irish people can't play football? I don't think they've played football. Football? Like, like soccer, as we call it. Probably. So I'm just saying, I don't think he can throw so football you don't like your chances. further, far enough and high enough <laughs> to be able to oh, throw it. Oh, awesome. So no, my, my pass isn't being... Okay. Well, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for coming to record the show. You're welcome. I'm late as per usual. I was late, dude. Yeah, we're all there. We had some family stuff going on. Um, some good stuff. It was good. Good. Good little meeting. Um, let's start this off with a, a good story. Okay. So Saturday, last week, Yeah. I wake up. <sighs> Lovely's over at her uncle's house uh, with Clay and Taryn. Mm. She stayed stay the night with them, which was awesome. Thank you, guys. You guys are the best. Um, and Jen and I are just chilling. We're getting it. We're we're hanging in the room, just just chilling. It's it's almost ten now at this point. Mm-hmm. We start getting up. We start moving towards the kitchen, living room, and there's a knock on my door. And Jen goes, "Uh, babe, it's the cops." And I'm like, "Oh shit, they caught me!" <laughs> <laughs> so I start scrambling. No, uh, I grab my go bag and I run out the back. Um, your real name is actually Carlos. Carlos oh, Mencia. Mm-hmm. Or. <laughs> Carlos Danger. Carlos Danger. Mm-hmm. Carlos Danger Lopez. I kept the last name though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Eyes Jake and Carlos <laughs> Danger. Um, so I open the door. One of the cops was probably one of the most handsome policemen I've ever seen. Was it Carter? No. Oh. I said he was handsome. <laughs> 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 he was a good looking dude. 
Just okay. suave. Did you tell him that? No, but I thought it. I kept <laughs> looking. I'm like, damn, dude, you are. You should be a model, not a cop. You can arrest me. Yeah. Oh, I see those handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, hey, morning. I was like, what's going on? And they're like, well, this probably isn't the best thing you want to wake up to. but And they motion towards the rogue. And in the side of the rogue, driver's side, back door, is a massive dent. It looks like the Hulk just socked my car. Did you see it? I didn't look. Oh, okay. Okay. Are you? Is it fixable? Well, we'll get to that. Okay. And I just go, motherfucker, I just bought that. <laughs> and the cops go, well, yeah, don't you know that's how it goes? You get a new car, it's got to get dinged. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I was just hoping that wouldn't be the case. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, the good news is, is he hung around. He's over there, and they point across the street, and the guy's sitting there, and is he's driving a Tacoma, 2019 Tacoma. Ooh, that's a that's like a new car. Yeah. Did it do any damage to his? A little bit. A little bit. And I'm like, okay, so what's going on? They're like, well, up the road, up the road down Mill Plain, there's a plasma donation. So he probably has to do that to afford his car payment. Uh, he must. Because <laughs> have you seen the price of 2019 Tacomas? I mean, or like new- cars are expensive. Yeah, as but hell Tacomas right now. are insane. Even it's like ten year old ones. Anyway. All trucks are. It's mm-hmm. dumb. Um, so he donated plasma. They're like, he said he, you know, he came back through my neighborhood. There's so much traffic through this effing neighborhood. It's so annoying, dude. People trying to skip the lights on Millpine. Dude, it pisses me off more yeah. than anything. More than anything. Um, and he got dizzy, drove through my yard, and hit my car. Hopped the curb, drove through my grass, and hit my car. What's crazy is that, which way direction was he coming from from this way so he was coming he was coming west no so you know where the dairy queen is yeah so he was coming down that street because the the i think the plasma donation's right there so he came this way and was turning that way and then just hopped the curb boom punched my car okay so he came from this way yes came from this way like how unlucky because you have neighbors that could have blocked right no no he was going that way yeah so Dude, so he had to miss the pole in your mailbox. Yes, and I had the garbage can out, and it was still standing. And Jen was like, maybe he put the garbage can back up. But I guess I talked to my neighbor, and she was like, yeah, I saw him like in your yard. And I was like, what's that guy doing? Um, but she didn't realize he had hit my car. Mm. So the cops were like, hey, he called us. So he called on himself, tattletailed on himself. Uh, they're like, he feels really bad, and we just want to make sure that you guys exchange information. It's like, all right, you know, no one's hurt. It's just, I mean, it's not just a car, but it's just a car. This guy clearly is donating plasma for a reason. Maybe he's got a drug problem. Uh, <laughs> a drug habit to support. I don't know. But I walk up to him and I was like, hey, man, are you all right? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, let me get your information. And he's like, all right. I'm really sorry, man. I said, it's all good. Like, as long as you're all right. And then so we exchanged information. He's like, I was like, all right, man. Well, don't don't drive. Don't leave if you're not ready yet. Like, take a minute. He's like, I think I'm all right now. I was like, all right, cool. So then he left. And then drives into your other neighbor's car. <laughs> Dude, how fucked up would that be? <laughs> uh, so then uh, I call the insurance and they're like, oh, yeah, he already called us, told us he fucked up. So. Dude, what luck. The cops are like, dude, you're so lucky. Nobody does this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's cool. So the insurance is like, yeah, we'll pay for it. Blah, 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 blah. And well, Jen called. And I was like, ask him about depreciation. 
because if I try to sell it now, mm-hmm. it's been rammed. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay, we'll send you a form. So hopefully they'll send me uh, some cashola for some depreciation. Nice. So then I go to work, dude, and everybody's like, what'd you do, dude? What'd you do? How'd you do that? And I'm like, I didn't do that. And they're like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. And I'm like, you think I'm going to fucking pay for that? And they're like, what do you mean? I go, I took it to the estimate, and they're like, oh, we need to replace this and replace that and replace this. I go, cool, I don't give a shit. I'm not paying for it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh. But everybody assumes that I'm like, one driver was like, dude, what happened to your car? And I'm like, oh, you know, someone was giving blood. And I'm like, I'm in the middle of telling him, and he goes, he like signals like, were you drinking and driving? And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, these people just are assuming that like, one, either I'm a terrible driver or two, a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm like, no, idiot. And then someone's like, well, it's, it gives you a clue into who they hang out with. Right. Or what they've all gotten in trouble for. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, first of all, it, it the way that my car looks, it looks impossible to have been done by me driving it. Mm-hmm. Like That's what I'm thinking. Like It whoop. looks like someone just, like I said, the Hulk just straight, straight on punched it, which is what the truck did. Mm-hmm. If I were driving it, it would it would be such a different kind of damage. It would be on the corners or something, yeah. or like a swipe or scrape mm-hmm. or. Anyways, so that was cool, and I was pissed off that day. So I was like, you know what? F this! I'm so mad. I needed something positive, so I contacted Lovely's brother's parents. To establish a line of communication mm. between the kiddos. And they were open to it. So that is huge. And then they, they've stayed open to it? Dude, I mean, we... I, it was a whole thing, but ultimately, ultimately what I proposed was that... like, Because they were talking about like FaceTiming with the kids. And that just seems awkward. Like, mm-hmm. who's going to facilitate that? You know what I mean? And, and, and uh, mediate that conversation. Because kids, they don't really know what to say to keep conversations going. So I just suggested that maybe we open the line of communication through emails. And so we both, both families created an email so that the kids can communicate to each other. (laughs) Lovely has not even written an email, which I think is so interesting because she's constantly like, I'm, I can't stop thinking about my brothers. I'm always thinking about my brothers. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this for you. Like, yo, I got an email address and a phone number, but let's start with an email. She's like, cool. And then doesn't bring it up again. Hmm. There's some like, and then the 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 parent in me is like, was that a test? <laughs> you know, like, what is she, what is she doing? Is she trying to see like? But I'm trying to prove to her like, look, dude, we fucking got you. Like, no matter what, we got you in this, mm-hmm. especially especially regarding this stuff. So, but then we talked last night and she's like, I just want to sit down the three of us and write an email, an update email with some questions for them. And I was like, we can do that. So after that, that kind of made the day better. Kind of reminded me what's really important. Mm -hmm. Not a effing car. Yeah. But I was scared to do that, you know, Yeah. to call them and talk to them. They're not great people. Um, So, you know, when I was talking to Lovely about it, she was like, yeah, last time I saw the kids' parents, they were, like, super fake to me. And, like, you know, they weren't great people, but they were like, oh, hey, how are you? And I'm like, well, yeah, that's how people are. And I was like, trust me, when I talk to them, I want to be like, you guys are garbage people. But, no, I'm going to have to be like, hey, hi, oh, yeah, I totally get it. Like, kids, you know, kids, 
Do I want to be like that? No, but I have to be nice to these people if we're going to be able to have our kids talk to one another. Mm-hmm. But that's how my week's been. Wow. That sounds been like a lot. It's been, it's been a lot. I got some other thoughts on topics that I want to talk to you about later. Maybe a little too deep, but we'll get there. How have you been? What have you been doing? Tell me about your life. Oh, I also planned your bachelor party. What a great friend. <laughs> <laughs> on top of all of that. Um. Yeah. I. What have I been doing? What did I do? I don't know. Did you go on a hike? I'm sure you went on a hike. I'm sure you hung out with your dogs. I'm sure you worked and played football. I did all those. See, things. look at me. Yeah. yeah. So predictable. Yeah. <laughs> do something. Change it up, dude. Change your name. Change my name. I don't know. To to green. To green. Yeah. Kylie's last name. Yeah. Okay. Yellow, dude. <laughs> Jake Green. <laughs> Hmm. I don't know if that would work. I don't know if I like that. Yeah. Anyways. I so mean, I need to prove that I own my woman. Mm, that's right. Yeah. So put your name on her. Exactly. <laughs> take my name. You better take my name. Although, like, who really wants the last name Jokum, to be honest? It's kind of weird. And nobody ever pronounces it right. Yeah. How did Fountain say it? Uh, I can't remember. It was like <laughs> Joachim or something like that. But At I, graduation. But I came up and I was like, I went up to him and specifically, this is how you pronounce it. The phonetics, it. Yeah. yeah. I think he got it right. Oh, okay. I think he, uh, on the actual, like, day he got mm-hmm. it right. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. If I remember right. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. That. I was so, like, focused on not tripping. You were that focused on it? Dude, I'm so clumsy. Dude, I was, like, pop, lock, and dropping across the stage. Mm-hmm. No, I wasn't. <laughs> you were behind me. Yeah. So I didn't, couldn't see you. Oh, then I totally was pop, lock, and drop, and mm-hmm. you just missed it. Uh, it's like Clay. Uh, Clay. <laughs> Clay Paris is his name. Mm-hmm. That's Jen's brother's name. Clay Paris. Clay Dalton Paris. They said like Clay Daltanian Paris. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. It's like, how do you F that up, dude? That's pretty basic but i can't i can't judge like what a terrible those are are like all one syllable words well dalton's two dalton 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 (laughs) (laughs) and and, but so we're shitting on that job right but imagine doing that like having to say all these are you still going through it in your head yeah i see you tapping your fingers (laughs) it's two dude is it two yeah dalton dalton Dalton. Even if you say Dalton, it's two. Oh, you're right. <laughs> but imagine saying everybody's names, dude. That would suck. That would suck. That would be a shitty job. Well, didn't they switch out? Yeah. They, yeah. they rotated different name callers. But there wasn't a lot of history graduates. There was like, what, maybe 15 of us? Maybe. But still, yeah. they're still reading like, what, X amount of names. That still sucks. That's a lot. True. Oh, yeah, because Fountain did more than just the history grads. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they just had different things. But what a miserable mess. I would not want to do that. Nope. I can judge someone doing it, but I ain't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of that in life, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, fuck that. Hey, you know my Lego figurines? Yeah. Uh, They came out with new ones I'm ordering. Mm. What are you getting? So, you know, the little guys like the Beast, Mandalorian, Donald, Frankenstein, Liberty? Yeah. They came out with Hagrid, Hermione. And Harry. No, Ron? Oh, and Ron. Sorry. Okay. And then that's one set. And then the other set is Voldemort, 
Bellatrix and what's the snake's name? Oh, uh, Nagini. Nagini. Mm. Yeah. So I saw those and I was like, what? I have to get those. So yeah. stoked. I still have Fox. Haven't built it. Oh, really? Yeah. I've been really into Minecraft. I told you that before <laughs> yeah, we started you recording. You've been playing on that a lot. Yeah. And you're like, what are you just building? I'm like, no, I'm surviving, dude. I've never played that game. Dude, it's so fun. It's so fun. I just, I need more structure. I don't like open world. Oh, yeah. That's true. Tell me where to go and tell me where to shoot and tell me what to activate. That's, what's it called in a nutshell? I like a story. That's what's it called in a nutshell. Mass Effect? Yeah. No, it's not. It's more. Also, I guess there's a bunch of alien sex you didn't tell me about. Yeah, haven't we talked about this? I don't think we talked about this. We talked about it on, on Xbox, but. If you're trying to sell someone on some nerdy ass game, you talk about the alien sex, dude. I don't think that's something to talk about. Oh, you're just a closet alien sex guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, there are. I mean, there are. Yes, Mass Effect is a is a open world, but it's like it still has like. There's, you have a lot of choices, but the story is still linear. It's not like... Yeah. Is it like Halo? Um, No. Oh, okay. Uh, Halo is just like... There's there's no choices in Halo. It's like run down... It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that here, how Mass Effect run is? Run here, activate this. Run here, shoot this. Yeah, no, that's how I imagine no, Mass there's, Effect. There's, I mean, yeah, there, the, the main story missions are yeah. that way, but you have so many... Like, there's so many different um, side quests that can go differently uh, and stuff like that. So Wait, is it like... Fallout? It's not as open world as Fallout. Oh, okay. But it's closer to Fallout. Have you been than playing the remasters? No. I I've, know you haven't. You bought it and you haven't played it. No, dude. It's just you I effing have, bought it. And you I don't have been time it. to I don't play. Care. I don't have time to play. Xbox. Then why the f didn't you just buy freaking no. Call of Duty? If, Cold if, War. Because I have to support EA. Nope. EA is owned by. Oh no, it's not. Uh, well, I have to support Bioware, which is owned by EA. And why? So they make another? Yes. They're not going to. Yes, they are. They've already announced it. I've seen the trailer and <laughs> it literally, it, I, yeah, I screamed with excitement when I watched it. Regardless it was, of you buying that game, they're still making it. And you could have just bought Cold War and then we could play multiplayer. In but Cold I need War to have, have it so because I have fun. the, I have the, 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 the trilogy when it, yeah. like, it, that came out. Was that 360? No, it was Xbox. 360. Yes, you're okay. right. 360. Okay. The remastered came out for Xbox One. Yeah. And then, um, and there are no, like, it is noticeably better. Okay. But I plugged it in and played, like, the first 30 seconds. And then right before we played Xbox, right yeah. before we played Call of Duty. And the only time I figure, like, the only time I have time to play Xbox is the time I set aside to, to play with to us. To play with you guys. Yeah, so. I'm kind of the same way. But, like I said, I've been playing Minecraft. That's the beautiful thing about Switch. It's the best thing about Switch. It's just play anywhere, dude. If I'm chilling in bed, play Minecraft for like 15, 20 minutes before bed. Mm-hmm. That's the shit, right? Yeah, there. I can tell you what, another game that we play, Overwatch. I am not playing crossplay because I'm not about to get picked by those computer CPU oh, players no. playing uh, Widow. I'm only the only reason I'm excited for crossplay, and I wish you could select crossplay. That's what I wish. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why developers don't do that. I mean, probably because nobody would play with PC. I mean, I'm sure there would be some people, but. Like, my brother-in-law played with us last weekend, and he's on PlayStation. Mm. And Oh, no, he was on PC. He was on PC. 
But when I think Overwatch, I'm thinking like if I'm laying in bed playing <laughs> Overwatch on my Switch and you guys are on your Xboxes, that's a way for us to play together. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't care about playing with PC. Wait, though. which one was your brother-in-law last week? Uh, Nova. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was all right. He's uh, definitely he, good at quick scoping. Yes, it's because he's got a mouse and keyboard. Mm-hmm. Little hacker. But yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Me and Jesse still ran that. Yeah. I don't know who Crack was, but he was really good. It was in his brother. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that was fun, even though you didn't want to play it, and we didn't get any dubs. I wanted to. What are you talking about? I wanted to play. You didn't want to play multiplayer. No, not really, but. <laughs> I don't. I just find multiplayer boring now. It's fun. It's, you didn't talk the whole time though. There's nothing that's. I mean, I it's, don't know. I have a hard time. Shit. I that's have the a, point of it. What am I supposed to do? That's what like, we're doing talk. right now. What am I talking about? What am I talking? I don't know. About? Any, I don't know any of those guys. Well, you get to know them, Jacob. Mm-hmm. And then they come play basketball with us. True. Zinda's coming. He said. He is gonna come. Yeah. He said this sounds like. What do you say? He said this is gonna be a blast. Cool. So. Awesome. I'm excited. Um, to, I'm excited to finally meet him and actually like i met jesse mm-hmm. but i've never actually like hung out with jesse where'd you meet him at your uh graduation party down at main event oh right right and that's such a it was such a chaotic mm-hmm. event place yeah because right. you guys all like i was i got there and you guys left pretty quickly well yeah because you got there mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy so nothing else going on huh no i mean Carter and I went up and hiked up at Mount Hood okay. on Monday. Waste. And it was really, really wet. It's going to be hot as hell this weekend. This weekend, yeah. It was cold and wet. I was wearing a sweatshirt the whole time, mm. and it was raining. Uh, this week, do you have plans this weekend? Sorry, go ahead. No, it was kind of, it kind of sucked because I had, I had this whole like shot that I wanted to get. Where? Okay, on Mount Hood. On Mount Hood. And... I want the the hike up to Burnt Lake hasn't been open for months because yeah. of snow and it's finally like cleared out enough. Yeah. But when I got up there, because the the peak is perfectly reflected from the south side of the if you're sitting on the south side of the lake, the peak is perfectly ref, like you can see it and then perfectly reflected in mm. the water. Mm-hmm. And I got up there and it was you couldn't it was so f- and you're like way way up on the mountain you're pretty close to the peak. But it was so cloudy, you couldn't even mm. see the peak from where I was. But are you going this well. weekend? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I mean, it's gonna be nice. Dude. I think I'm going Monday with Matt and Keenan. So okay, be fun. fun, fun. Yeah. Uh, first Father's Day. Yeah, that's this Sunday for you. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about that? Uh, pretty good. Okay. I feel like there's what sucks about like being so effing busy all the time. And I hate that people say, like, I'm just so busy. But, like, I'm not in school right now. Mm-hmm. So I just want, there's so much that I want to do, but I, there's not enough time in the day. And that bums me out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to set aside time to finish. There's no way I'm ever going to finish it. But I want to actively read The Rise and Fall of the Third Reich. Okay. And I'm, like, taking notes in the margin as I'm reading it. But then <laughs> I got a million other things I got to do. Mm. So, for Father's Day, my day. What are you going to do? I don't know. I told the girls, uh, maybe I want to sleep in a little bit, but I kind of want to get up, work out, whether that's riding my bike or go on a hike or go to the gym. One Mm -hmm. of the three. You should should go on a hike. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
and Could we go up the mountain, St. Helens. Yeah, yeah, we could. But then that's a whole. Then the day's gone. No, it's not. Get up early. Come on, dude. Dude, sunrise is at like five thirty right it's now. It's Father's Day, dude. You think I want to get up early on Father's Day? Dads don't get up early. I mean, I'm just saying, it's a two a two Lewitt point, two Lewitt point. It's a two hour drive. That's you, a long time. If dude. you left at That's six, four five hours out of my day. If you left at six, you'd get there by eight. Six, dude. Never gonna happen. You get to see the sunrise at Mount St. Helens. It's gorgeous. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, so work out a little bit. I want to okay. play some video games. All right. I want to read a little bit. Probably won't do that. Yeah. <laughs> And we're going out to dinner. Okay. That's it. Do you know we're going to go to dinner? Yeah. That Mexican restaurant I went to for Mother's Day. Oh, okay. This is shit, dude. Um, Probably have some tequila on there. Have you been to Margarita Factory? Why the fuck would you even bring that up? Why? I'm talking about like some good-ass food, and you talk about that shit. That's bad food? Yeah, dude. Really? You're so white. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Apparently. I mean, I think I've been there once. I went to the one downtown. Meh. Oh, that one's not good. Are you talking about the one over here? Well, there is. I, I don't know. There's one in Hazeldale. Oh, I know you're talking about over by uh, Target and stuff. Yeah, Tequila Factory's downtown. That's the one I went to. Yeah, and that's not good. F- I don't like that food. Oh, Tequila Factory. You just said margarita. Yeah. There's one over here, is right there? down the road. Okay. But no, I haven't been to that one then. Okay. You should. I don't trust it. Sounds white as shit. I mean, sounds like Taco Bell. It is not Taco Bell. It's way too expensive to be Taco Bell. Yeah, that's probably true. It's good. It's really good. Hmm. Anyway, sorry. Anyways, I'm not going there. What's the name of this place that you're going to? Four Caminos. Four Caminos. Mm -hmm. Okay. I found it on Fourth Plane Forward. Mm. I think I I think I talked about this. It's a Instagram page. It's a it's a organization that is. constructed and and their objective is to build up businesses in the community down fourth plane mm-hmm. um and i just found them when i went to the multicultural fair at that park down there on, on fourth plane okay um and started following them on instagram and they would they would just like show these different businesses and i was like dude we're gonna try these places so i love different foods like that dude there's this mexican bakery right down the road Someone's got to stop me from going there, dude. I don't really care for the stuff there. I got a churro from there once, but the girls like it, and it's so cheap. Really? So cheap. That's just a Mexican family and their bakery, dude. Mm. It's legit. You got to support that local business. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Hey, we talked last week about, was it last week? Two weeks ago about how you're uh, a never naughty boy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And... Jen was listening, and she's like, dude, I'm the same way. Like, I'm just like, I never got in trouble. I had to, like, just, and and this is a little, maybe I'm revealing too much about Jen's, like, psyche here. But she just said, like, she always felt like she had to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And that, like, when she would get yelled at, even when she never got in trouble, right? So I was wondering, and I saw it on Instagram. It was a, a proposed question on Instagram. But you, I know you never got in trouble. But what is the war like? What is the dumbest thing you ever got in quote trouble for at school? Because the, there, your parents aren't there. The thing I've gotten, I got in trouble for mm-hmm. at school. Yeah, was there anything like dumb? I have a dumb story 
Um. Yeah. So my senior year. Okay. I, a prank? Huh? Senior prank? No. Of course you didn't. Our senior prank was so dumb. What was it? We decided to all of us decided to block off the teachers parking with our we all got there at like midnight mm-hmm. the night before and blocked off all the teachers parking mm-hmm. with our vehicles and then just had a huge like get together in the teachers parking lot so when they showed up in the morning they couldn't park anywhere like you stayed up all night mm-hmm. oh god yeah and then had to go to class the next day so that sounds miserable. And, and then all the teachers decided to make our lives hell because we couldn't we didn't let them park idiots i know and then we had stayed <laughs> up all night and then yeah it was stupid oh was st- no did you put the power in their hands i know dude my senior class was one of the dumbest senior classes <laughs> of all time like we had no organization we elected some idiot like drug addict to be our president mm. and, and then and then when it came time to organize our 10-year anniversary last year mm-hmm. or two years ago yeah yeah it sucked yeah like, did you go no oh it was like, hey, come to Brickhouse sometime between like noon and 7 p.m. Dude, I feel like that's what it is now. And then like, just come and hang out. And I'm like, dude, what? I'm going to come and hang out with a bunch of people I didn't like then? Like, yeah. No yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. That's how it is. Because that's the only people that are showing up to Brickhouse. I think mine was like some fa- fancy ass restaurant in downtown Portland. It was mm-hmm. like 50 bucks to get in. I'm like, dude, eat a dick. I'm not going to spend 50 bucks. I, I, and then same in the same way, like I'm very fortunate to have, and I, I tell this to Lovely because... I think the friends that you, the friends that you make when you're that young, you're not going to be friends with later. No. But very lucky to have like really close knit group of friends, and those are some friends that I went to high school with, and those are the only friends I care to keep in touch with. Yeah. The ones that I want to talk to, I already talked to, and I think that's maybe a shift that you're seeing just based because maybe on social media, yeah. Like you can look and see how people are doing since high school, and cool. Yeah. I. Yeah. You don't need to catch up mm-hmm. and. But I do love Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Have you ever seen that? No. Of course you haven't. Great movie. Anyways, what did you get in trouble for? <laughs> so <laughs> my se- my senior year, I broke in like March, mm-hmm. early April. I broke uh, my foot. Okay. Dunking a football. Mm-hmm. Walking to a park with all of my big group of friends. I uh-huh. had like a huge big group of friends. Oh boy! And I had just met, kind of had just met Kylie, mm-hmm. and we weren't dating yet. Mm-hmm. But we had, or- I had already asked her to prom. Okay. And like her group of friends was hanging out with my group of friends because one of my closest friends and one of the few friends from high school I still see regularly is my friend Jesse, which is her kind of stepbrother. Okay. And i was like we're gonna we're just going to the park we're at one of her friends' house and i was like i want to dunk that football and then i did and Ten i came hoop. yeah and Damn. i and i did and this is when i was at, well, this is when i was athletic mm-hmm. and young and i came down and i stress fractured my foot okay and i knew instantly i broke my foot oh and but nobody believed me they thought i was just being dramatic yeah that's always I'm, how it because goes because i'm jake and i'm always dramatic as i need mm-hmm. as i need to be but this time i was being legitimately dramatic i knew my foot was broken yeah and nobody wanted to go get a car to come like why were you guys walking if people had cars because it wasn't that far away okay we were just walking and so fat lazy piece of shit i am <laughs> It was only the park was only a couple blocks away from this yeah. girl's house. I only ask because like I, I I didn't drive a, at all during my adolescence, so I'm constantly like riding my skateboard everywhere, mm-hmm. skating everywhere, walking everywhere. But if you have the option of having a car, I'm like, why the f are you walking? <laughs> well, ahead. now I would do. Now I would drive. Right. Like, but there was places that we walked back then that just seemed like it was no big deal. Um, Those are the days, dude, when you used to walk. 
<laughs> just walk for fun. Yeah, I mean, you do that now. Yeah, but it's... Dude, I don't enjoy the actual hike. I know, we've been through this. You hate walking. I know, I just... I, if I'm going to... I just need a destination to get to. Um, anyway, so I... So I'm, I dunk the football, I break my foot, and finally, after convincing my one friend mm-hmm. to go get his car and come pick me up, because I was like, I made it, I was able to hobble to the park, but then I, I wasn't doing anything. My foot was just... What'd you go to the park for? Oh, we were going to, we were going to just, I don't know, hang out at the park, like throw a football, moms, throw a football and mm-hmm. hang out and talk and be douchebags. Cool. And, uh... With your puka, che- puka shells and your Obama t-shirt. I did wear puka shells. I know you did. How do you know that? Dude, I know everything. Go How ahead. do you know I wore puka shells? I know everything, dude. I got eyes and ears everywhere. Continue. How do you know I wore a puka shell necklace? Look at you. You're a puka shell necklace wearing oh, guy. Oh, no. You know something, and you're getting information from somebody. <laughs> I need to figure this out. Um, dude, just like you're a closet alien sex guy, you're a closet puka shell necklace guy. <laughs> Go ahead. Um... This is going to drive me nuts. Uh, that's not my most... <laughs> yeah, I have a story about how I got tricked by a, by a uh, Japanese woman into spending way too much on a puka shell necklace with a faked shark tooth. I want to hear that next. Continue. Okay. So um, the so my foot's broke. Yeah. And then I finally convinced my friend Josh to come pick me up. So I had to drive all the way... I had to end up driving my mom's uh, Concorde, mm-hmm. uh, Chrysler Concorde, home with my left foot because I broke my right foot and I couldn't put any pressure on the pedal because my foot oh, was broke. Oh, God. Okay. So I was driving home with my left foot with my friend, with my best friend at the time, Will, mm-hmm. in the passenger seat. And I'm like, dude, we're going to die. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have his driver's license. Okay. So I was like, I'm not trusting my mom's car with, with Will. Gotcha. That makes sense. If you knew Will at the time, you, you wouldn't trust Will to drive your car. Right. He's drug out of so, prison. <laughs> <no>, so... <laughs> <laughs> I get I get home and it turns out my foot's broke. So, but dude, that sucks. So we get we get there and there's like this assembly. So my foot's now in a boot and I'm on crutches, mm-hmm. and it sucks because prom is coming up. Mm, but I'm in a boot. That's romantic as shit. Yeah, and I'm like, well, shit. So I ended up showing up. I ended up just athletic taping this. Sh- when I got the prom, I ended up just athletic oh taping the God. shit out of my foot okay. and and having and I my friend Paul at the time. Did you get all, a cane? I had a cane. It was, oh, it was God, like it was an eight, it was an eight ball cane. Oh my! That God. he used for some Halloween uh, Halloween costume. Uh-huh. And so I showed up with an eight ball cane. Eight ball corner pocket. And dude, by the time prom was over, my foot hurt so bad. Were you dancing? You just couldn't. Dude, couldn't, I don't dance. You couldn't stand it. It was a lot of like, You're like fuck it, dude. It was I'm a lot dancing. of sideways motion, <laughs> <laughs> just shifting weight from foot to foot. You sacrificed the pain to shake to shake a leg. I think Kylie. And I danced to like three songs. Slow dance. Yeah. Did you ever fast? Do you dance? know what? Do you know what the? Do you do you know what the? Okay, so first, the first song we as we get into prom, the okay. first song was uh, "Pour Some Sugar on Me" by Def Leppard. Gross. I love Def Leppard. I know you. And do. I was really into Def Leppard uh-huh. in high school. And then, dude, the dude, oh, this was this is so bad. But like the the song mm-hmm. of that time yeah. was uh, that Jason Mraz song. Um, I'm yours. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that was like our final like slow dance. That's song. a good song. To, still, it was alright. That's a good song. Jason Mraz right. is the shit, dude. He's the shit. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so, so what'd you get in I, trouble for? So I got in trouble for. So I convinced my friend Garrett. I was like, I do not want to try to go through because Hudson's Bay has like the worst bleachers on the planet. Was it at the high school? It was. It was no, no, not the, oh. not the prom itself. Oh, okay. 
this is those are all ancillary side notes. Oh, gotcha. That I, as I'm going down memory lane. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Uh, so my foot's broke. I am super hobbled. I'm in my boot, and I'm like, I don't want to try to go up and down these bleachers for this pride ceremony. Like this so it was pride like an assembly. assembly. It was an yeah. assembly yeah. I did not want to go to. Okay. Plus, it was a pride ceremony ass- assembly, and I'm like, I don't think it was. It wasn't. It was school pride, not pride gotcha. for LGBTQ+. Gotcha. Plus. It was like school pride. And I'm like, I don't want to go to this shit. Yeah. So I was like, Garrett, I'm going to say you have to take me to an ortho- my orthopedic appointment. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to... Um, Already know this is not going to work. Go so ahead. I'm like, so we're like, we're going to try to... We were trying to escape to our cars. Okay. But because I'm on crutches, I can't move very fast. Yeah. The security guard, he's like, hey, where are you guys going? And I'm like... I have an orthopedic appointment. And he's like, do you have a note from the office? Mm-hmm. He knew we were lying. Duh. And I'm like, no, I'll go get one. So we go to the office. And I'm like, hi, I've, like, I got to go to the orthopedic appointment. My mom says, she, you know, my mom's at work. My mom's a teacher. Uh-huh. So I was like, um, I go, she said that Garrett can take me. And <laughs> they go, well, let's call your... And then the, la- the office lady was like, let's call your mom and make sure. So she calls my mom at Chinook Elementary. Uh-huh. And uh, my mom, she goes, hey, does uh, Jake have an orthopedic appointment to go to? My mom goes, oh, uh, no, 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 I don't think that's today. I'm t- no, I don't think that's today. And then the lady's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, I'm like, great. Like, my, the gig's up. Uh-huh. I can't, I mean. You play it off, Jake. You're like, oh, shit, I thought that was today. My bad. Well, and then I, I just, then I just fessed up. I was like, yeah, of course I just, you did. I just told the, I, then I just told the truth. I was like, I didn't want to have to fight the bleachers. I don't have pride my, in this shithole with my broken foot. And so she let me sit like in the cafeteria and not have to go, but she forced my friend Garrett to go. Um, but At I, what point are you but, in trouble but, here? But then my mom called me and uh-huh. she's like, I would have told you, um, yeah, I didn't actually get in trouble. Jesus, Jake. But my mom, but my mom called me. And she's like, "Oh, I." She's like, "Oh, I would. I should have known." She's like, "I would have totally let you, let you skip, um, the, the assembly." But Jake, your mom's a rebel, and she's trying to like, she's trying just, to create the so, space for you to but rebel. It's just, but it's just so funny that my mom, like, like <laughs> my mom's like, "Oh no, 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 he doesn't have that today." Yep. Instead of like, instead of thinking like, "Oh, Jake's trying to skip, yes, just have his yes. back." And then she realized as soon as they hung up that what I was trying to do, uh-huh. and then she called me on my cell phone and mm. I explained to her what happened. And she's like, "Oh, well, she would have told me. I would have." Like, do you think, like ahead of time, was that a thought that you ever would have had? No. If I just call my mom and say I want to skip this, she'd bail me out. No, never, because I thought that if I had actually tried to say I wanted to skip, yeah. I would have thought I would have gotten yelled at. Wow. Not by my mom, but my. I got gotcha. like, My mom would have said no, and then my dad would have gotten mad at me. Right, but I, that's a turning point, I think. Maybe not for you, but in me hearing this story, <laughs> I'm like, damn, Monica's crushing it. Like, she had your back. She would have had your back right there. Mm-hmm. And not thinking ahead of time that she would have. Yeah. that I think that's a big moment mm-hmm. there where you're just like, it's like one of those moments where you realize, like, your parents are human. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it. Uh, it's just like, oh, wait, she would have been cool with that? What the fuck? And then you get bummed out because you're like. How much more could I got out? Could have got away with? My mind didn't go there. What? You're such a I'm not puss. Try- I wasn't trying to get away with stuff. You have to, Jake. What am I going to try to get away with? Murder? Oh. <laughs> I bet your mom would totally have your back. If I tried to murder somebody? Or if you did and you told her and you're like, hey, mom, 
I did something. Yeah, but I, I mean, my mom's an accessory, and I don't want to put that on her. What if she found out? Huh? What if she found out? Well, then I can't help if she just found That's out. That's what I'm saying, dude. It should be like, don't worry about it, sweet boy. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, you didn't even get in trouble. I've, I got kicked out of class twice. Okay, for what? Farting? No. Do you ever fart on purpose to get like to make people laugh? No. Me neither. But there was kids like that in school. They would just rip one and just and just own it and be like, "Yeah, that was me." And it, that wasn't you. And that wasn't me. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. I felt like it was definitely you. I would do it now, mm. but I was never in school to do shit like that. Oh. You never did it in college. No. That's because I'm an adult in college, <laughs> dude. Um. So what'd you get kicked out of class for? Uh, talking really loudly. Um, I was being disruptive my freshman year. You're wild, dude. I can't stand it. Uh, we need to document all. There of this. was this one. There was just this one. Perf- one teacher. He was my math, my freshman math teacher, and then he yeah. was also like my advi- uh, like my student advisor. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then when we had to have uh, parent teacher meetings with your like student success yeah. advisor, it was also like. I just always ended up messing up with this guy, and I don't know why that was. Dude, he, he that's thought how it works. That was like the one te- like all the teachers thought I was like this perfect yep. kid, except for this one guy who just like this is the one time I screwed up super early, mm-hmm. and he just had this assumption about me that I was this idiot. No matter what, and then it always just happened that the one time like I was an idiot uh-huh. happened to be in his presence. Oh, every time, and he just thought I was just this biggest dumbass. Yeah. Um. So I had. <laughs> He had, uh, my mom came, we had to do that. And he had like my portfolio and I had to put in like all my success, like the stuff that was like good that I had done in each of my classes. Mm-hmm. And I had this one class, my junior year was oceanography. Okay. And I, I didn't do shit in that class. Mm-hmm. That's how, where I met like my closest friends in high school was in this class. Cause all, there wasn't anything to do. The teacher was, the teacher was shitty. And so we had created the, the Hudson's Bay, um, national, finger football league and we were we were playing we were playing table football yeah the entire time that's all we did in the in the class yeah i created this gigantic um paper football out of cardboard out of construction paper okay and then that was the trophy that big your motion it was huge okay and i put that i won you put it in your portfolio we had like 10 people that in this class and then i ended up winning the championship so i put that in as my accomplishment for the class and so my god that's genius so then there you go and then i had to so when i had to sit down and my and then he was flipping through and he's like okay so like what oceanography and i had to be like well this is what i (laughs) <laughs> and I realized how stupid that was to Genius. put that in there. Love and then, it. And then my mom was so embarrassed. And this guy's looking at me like a complete idiot. And he <laughs> was like, this isn't classwork. And I'm like, but that's all I have to show from the class. I got to see. Dude, in that class? Yeah. Oh. I and I don't know how. Oh, wow. I said, oh, I was talking about how much I hated. Hi- like This this was super awkward. It's like the <laughs> third day of class. I was talking about how much I hated hippies and uh-huh. like granola eating tree huggers. Yeah. And then the teacher was like. So you hated me in my in my uh, in my early twenties, uh-huh. and I was like, I just kind of stared. Was he at her eavesdropping, or were you? She was eaves- the- no, oh, she was she. she was eavesdropping. Or were you? Okay, you weren't addressing the class. No, on, I was just like, talking on your amongst, soapbox about uh, no, how you I was, hippies. I was just talking <laughs> loudly amongst my friends, okay. and passionately about yeah. how much I hated. You were early. on the soapbox. Yeah, I'm tell sure me about your puka shells. Uh, well, where were you when you got sold? Hawaii. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I got really into Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I went there. Were you doing like hang loose and shit all the time? 
Um, well, I told you the story about calling my dad at like four in the morning with my back itching, right? Yes. I told you that yes. story. Okay. Yes. So, um, Kylie and I and my friend Will and Kylie's friend Haley all went to Hawaii together okay. for Kylie's graduation. Oh, wow. Present. Kylie um, was a year younger than me. Mm-hmm. So I was already, Will and I were already out of high school. And we go to Hawaii for a week. And um, so I we were just like our first day there. We're walking down like through Waikiki mm-hmm. on the beach and everything. And Honolulu is just Portland with palm trees. You've said that. It's just it's really nothing to stare at. Like really. But, we, you know, this is like our first time really away from our parents. Right. right? And uh, wait, you were away from their parents? Yeah. It was just the four of us went by ourselves. Whoa. Yeah. OK. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, that's I'm, walk- wild, I'm walking through like the shops along the beach and like I see these puka shells and I'm like, that looks super cool. Yeah. I want to buy puka shells. <laughs> And the this the woman who owned the shop, this like uh, little short Asian woman, uh-huh. and she's like she's like oh you need she's like you need the one with the shark tooth. She's yeah. like she's, shark tooth. She's men. not wrong. She's like you need the one with the shark tooth because that's the one like she's like the that's the that shows mass. She's like that shows like the 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 most manly men wear yes. the shark tooth. And she's like you need that. You're the yes. one with the most manly men. And I'm just like yeah I am. So I bought the one with the shark tooth for like mm-hmm. an extra five bucks. Yep. And it was like a $25 like fake puka shell necklace with a fake shark tooth. You still have it? No, but I wore that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, you did. But there's a picture of me. Uh, like there, I'm sure there's a picture still on my Facebook somewhere with me um, with a puka shell necklace wearing a red Quicksilver shirt that I bought in mm. Hawaii. Yeah. Dude, that's how I knew Jake. Oh, my... You went, Facebook. You went through Facebook? I mean, I always am scrolling through your Facebook pictures. Oh, really? Just dreaming about you. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> I'm always creating graphics, dude, so I need your picture. So I'm like, all right, I've used this one a thousand times. Is there any other ones? Oh, there he is in Puka Shells. Tight. I mean, oh, that's... it was a profile picture for a, a while, I think. Yeah, you got to bring that back, dude. No, I'm <laughs> not wearing Puka Shells. Why not? Dude, we should go to an event. You should wear them. That would be tight. Go to an event? Yeah. Wearing puka shells. Dude, COVID's over, don't you know? It is. Yeah. I want I was going into Safeway yesterday last night. Mm-hmm. I have an a I I have a I have a confession. Your old job? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I did for I worked there for a day. Um and then quit. Yeah. Um What's the, your confession? I wore I went into Safeway without a mask. Oh. How'd yeah. you feel? weird yeah but there was more people there was more people not wearing masks including employees oh than wearing masks oh. and i was walking up i I had put my mask on mm-hmm. and i'm walking up and i see an employee walk out the front doors not wearing a mask mm-hmm. and i'm like that's the first time i've seen that at this safeway yeah and then i the doors close like the electric doors close and come together and i'm like i don't even see a sign even referencing a mask oh and then i take one step in and like the air conditioner hits me and then like i breathe out and my glasses fog and Uh i'm like f this yeah i I just took it off wow dude you just don't care about lives anymore no well that is not the official stance to say what you mean i am fully (laughs) vaccinated that's the first time i went anywhere so was chris paul was he yeah yeah you can still get it but you just don't get symptoms yeah Anyway, so interesting, dude. I mean, like I said, I pull it down 
But for the most part, I'm wearing a mask still in like public spaces. I don't trust people. And and again, it's more of setting an example. Look, I'm representing say what you mean at all times. Mm. <laughs> I'm still wearing a mask at work. Yeah, I'm um, not. So what they had us do was they were like, I'm not officially asking you to show me your vaccination card. But if you want to be maskless, we need to have that on file. Mm. I said, I don't give a shit, dude. If I don't get to wear a mask, fine. I'm in an office with two other people who are vaccinated. Yeah. I'd rather not wear a mask. Yeah. So I don't at work. But there's a glass between mm. me and the public. And do you deal with public? I mean, some people come in for like will calls and stuff to pick up. Freight. Oh, okay. Rarely. Yeah. Um, but they're, you know, I'm surrounded by vaccinated people. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. It's nice not to have to worry about. It. I still wear a mask into work. Because I'm walking through the offices and there's people there, but I technically don't have to. But yeah, I I I I, I, I don't I don't <laughs> I don't think that I it's that's I think it's just going to be like a case by case basis. Dude, effing Disneyland is not requiring masks anymore. Okay, you know At what this, that means? You're going. Fuck yeah, I'm going, dude. Yeah, you need to. I I still cannot figure out why you're not going to. Why you haven't gone to the Cannon Beach yet or to the Oregon coast? Is, I'm just, I I don't, I, she's already been there. I just, I cannot. I'm just kidding, I, I, I mean, dude. you guys are going to the, I mean, you guys will be at the, you'll be at the coach. I'm, I'm, you're going to be forced to go to the coast That's when you go to my wedding. the next, dude, it's so, 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 so expensive, dude. To go to the beach? I don't want to drive out there for a day and turn around like you, dude. If I go, I want to spend a day or two there. Dude, you, it's only like an hour and 45 minute drive. It's too long for me. You have the Rogue. I do have the Rogue, and now it's damaged, dude. Um, I think, yeah, the only beach trip we have planned is your wedding. Really? Yeah. But what if I drove for the day? That sounds worse. Really? <laughs> I'm a good driver. I just I'm I drive not, fast. I'm not a fan of going there and coming back. I just, I'm not. If I go there while I'm here, I might as well stay the night. You know what's an inter- you know what's an uh, this is a complete side, t- uh, side topic. Uh-huh. You know what's interesting is driving long distances with Carter because he's going to be a cop, mm-hmm. and hearing him like because he is one of the most strict drivers I've ever been around. Like uh-huh. that kid does not drive over the speed limit. Oh, he is like God. right lane. 60 miles an hour driver and i am like if i'm going if yes. i'm going somewhere i'm left lane driving 80 yeah oh yeah like i i drive fast yeah oh yeah and he always is on me and i'm like driving we're going up to the mountain on monday uh-huh, uh-huh. and there's like a state patrol officer on 26 uh-huh. and i'm like i didn't even slow down i'm like i'm doing 70 and the cop didn't do it like it was pouring down rain i'm like i was like that cop's not gonna yeah that cop's not gonna do anything yeah. and he didn't because he's not gonna want to get out in the rain and what connor say he was like, oh, he's like, I, he's like, have you ever been pulled over for speeding? And I was like, no. <laughs> and he's like, how? And I, I just. I've been pulled over and I think I got a ticket once for speeding. I did. I talked mm-hmm. about yeah. it. On, he, I was going up by ago. five. Mm-hmm. Um, listen to our catalog of beautiful and funny episodes. But he, I don't know. He's <laughs> just, he's just telling me about all of the, all of the times that he's been on ride alongs. And he, he's like, told me, he's like, we don't pull. He's like, we don't actually really pull people over and ticket them. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So you're trying to convince me to not. Like drive fast, and you're telling me that cops. The threat don't... should be enough to deter you from speeding, Jake. Sorry, he is. <laughs> they are the law. 
I am the law. Judge Dredd, you ever seen that? No, you haven't. No. <laughs> you haven't seen Judge Dredd? No. Wow. That doesn't surprise me. You know what I started watching? Hmm. I started like going through like old films. I've been doing this for a while, like f- trying to find films that like maybe I've seen, but I haven't. I don't remember. I watched The Conjuring. Uh, I watched Beverly Hills Cop one. Solid movie, dude. That's the one with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, and then I started watching number two. So far, so good. I haven't finished it yet, but okay. just How doing do you that. Start movies and not finish them, dude. I'm I'm a busy guy, dude. Oh. <laughs> It's late. I come home and I'll put something on my phone before I fall asleep, mm-hmm. and then I'll turn it off. And I'll watch this later. Okay. I'm not gonna stay up till one or two and three and watch. I did stay up till two last night. I'm tired, dude. Anyway, so one time in like third grade, me and Andrew Dillard are walking in from recess to our class, and his mom is like, at the time, I'm a little third grader, dude. Maybe fourth grade. I think we had the same class in fourth grade. Either way, his mom is like six two, and she's probably like, at the time, if I were to guess, like three hundred pounds. Like she's a big lady, dude. And I was walking with him, and he was like talking about like I don't even remember the conversation, but it was nothing as it was nothing malicious, but it's just in the context of like. Dude, your mom's fucking huge. Like, I didn't say fucking obviously, but I was like, dude, your mom is huge. And in the context of like, I'm scared of her. <laughs> like, she's huge, dude. And one of the teachers, she wasn't even a teacher, she was a counselor. She goes, Excuse me, Jeff, get over here. And she like called me and Andrew over. And we're like, What? And she's like, Did you just say that his mom was huge? Like, I think she meant like fat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yeah. And then she's like, That is unacceptable and inappropriate you know and andrew's looking at me like what is this bitch's problem like my mom is huge and i was like wait whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. and she goes shut up like she told me to shut up and i was like you're gonna be in deep shit lady <laughs> because it, even at that age i still had one i was just a smart ass mm-hmm. and i am now and but also i have this am- i know you yelled at a burger king manager well that's different <laughs> he was a supervisor by the way <laughs> I have this excellent ability. This is something I'm very proud of, and I don't know if I should be, but I have this excellent ability to operate maliciously within a system. Mm. I can do things. I know the boundaries, and I can operate. I can I can manipulate things to go my way within a system mm. without going outside of the lines and still getting what I want. In this case, third grade me knowing you fucked up, by telling me to shut up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I go, okay, all right, yeah, sure, I'll shut up. And then so she's like, let's go to the principal's office. We go to the principal's office. I'm like, yo, this bitch is crazy. She told me to shut up because I said his mom's huge. She is huge. And Andrew's like, yeah, dude, she is huge. And that lady got deep shit. <laughs> she got deep, deep shit for telling me to shut up because she overheard a conversation mm-hmm. and I got in trouble for it. And then she told me to shut up when I tried to explain it that this lady is actually huge. Like she actually got in deep shit. Yeah, she got in trouble. Like I'm pretty sure, like she was, like she got, she got reprimanded. I don't remember how, but I remember my mom was like, "Why the fuck did she tell you to shut up?" Like, she's a big lady, and I was like, "I know." And she got in trouble. Hmm. And then I think she had to, uh, to the point where she had she had a, had to apologize. Oh, booyah! Don't tell me to shut up, dude. Nice. <laughs> and don't tell him you can't get your free hamburger from Burger dude. King. 
There are fucking not clear instructions on that. Um, so that was one time I thought about like when I thought about this question of like when did you get in trouble? Technically, I didn't get in trouble, but I don't really ever get in trouble. I mean, I do, I do get in trouble, but it's it's me operating within these parameters. Like mm. I'll manipulate the it's, it's the Big Brother guy in me, right? Okay. It's the game show of Big Brother at work, dude. There are so many times where I've just like, all right, fuck it, got up and left, but operating within the parameters of. I'm not going to get fired. And then Dimitri always says something to me like, dude, how the fuck do you still have a job? And then I question my skills and ability, mm-hmm. but then I don't get fired and they're just reinforced. Mm. <laughs> so, dumbest thing I ever got in trouble for. That was one of them. It was telling him to shut up. But, I mean, I, I, always, I always skip school. Mm-hmm. And I, that's why I got kicked out is because I never went. Um, and we would always just leave like, so I would always go to the classes I enjoyed, which was one, it was choir. That's the only class I ever went to. Um, I'd go to some other ones that I had friends in and we just because I wanted to socialize, but then I would leave. My buddy lived down the street. We'd always just leave. Um, one time we were leaving and we were walking, like we left the campus and we're walking down this road and all of a sudden the campus security pulls up behind us and I'm like, shit. And we're on this muddy road and he's like, where are you guys going? And uh, I think we were going to go grab something to eat, but we weren't going to come back. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Geesey's brother was with us. It was me and my friend Tim and Geesey's brother. And he's like, oh, we were just going to go. Uh, I forgot my homework, so we we're going to go grab it and then come back. And me and Tim looked at him like, no, we weren't. And he's like, you guys need to get back to the campus. We're going to talk to Miss Lukic, I think was her name. She was our principal for our class. Mm. And... They like looked at her feet and they're like, your shoes are too muddy. You can't get in my car, but you need to walk back to campus. Why in God's name we did it? I'll never know, but we did it. So we go back to campus and we're sitting in there and <laughs> the principal comes out and she looks at us and Kyle's is Jesse's brother. He's terrified. And she's like, she looks at me and Tim. And at this point, me and Tim have skipped school so many times. Like there was one time where Tim and I skipped and we were at my house and I don't know why my mom came home. But he was like, I'm going to hide. And he jumped into my closet. <laughs> and my mom was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I left. And she's like, who's with you? And then she like opens the closet and Tim's in there. <laughs> That's and she drove us to school and he's crying in the back seat. And I look in the mirror and I go, are you fucking crying right now? And he's like, yeah. And I look at my mom like, what a pussy, dude. <laughs> like, I didn't care, dude. Uh, there's a lot of traumas that founded on like who I am at this point, right? Mm-hmm. So I just was like, whatever. So at that point, me and Tim have already been in trouble for skipping. And so I think Miss Lukic was her name. She comes out and she looks at me and Tim and she's like, I'll talk to you two in a minute. You're coming with me, Kyle. So she pulls Kyle individually. And then, <laughs> dude, he comes out. I don't even know if Jesse knows this story. It's so good. So the both of them walk out of their office for a little bit. And, like, at this point, Tim and I are just like, we're going to tell her what we're doing, right? Yeah, fuck it. We're just skipping. Okay, cool. So we, they come out, and Kyle's, like, wiping his tears, like his crocodile tears. And she goes, do you two want to come in and tell me what you were really doing? And we're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> So we just went into her office and she's like, he's trying to tell me some bullshit that he forgot his homework and you guys were going to get it. All three of you needed to go get his homework. I'm like, no, we were skipping. We're going to go get some food. We were not planning on coming back. And she's like, that's what I thought. Okay. Well, I called your parents and blah, blah, blah. And then, I mean, my mom's like, you fucking got to stop quit, you know, Mm -hmm. skipping. But 
we're just straight up Kyle trying to lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like at, at that point, like we just didn't care. I didn't care. I definitely didn't care about school. But I was my mom was working full time and going to school full time. Mm-hmm. Single mom at this point. And I'm just I'm just supposed to be responsible for myself. <laughs> 16 years old. Fuck that. So, I mean, there wasn't really anything I got in trouble for, really, at school. I mean, I, I just didn't go. But I knew that you'd, I mean, not that you'd had good stories because you didn't get in trouble because you're puss, but you tried. <laughs> I treat, I appreciate that. Thanks. <laughs> Anyways, so that's a little bit of history about us. Thank you for sharing your stories. I, I didn't realize it would lead to such good ones, though. Mm. That was a good one. Uh, so, I mean, there's a lot, a lot going on right now in the world, world, mm-hmm. international politics. This is your wheelhouse. I'm sure you want to discuss some of it. Um, but before we get there, I mean, there's a lot of footage of Biden mm-hmm. because he's on the national stage. Yeah. And he got testy with a he reporter. He did get testy. I like it. Mm-hmm. He apologized. Um, but. You know, because of these, whenever there's more footage of someone, people are going to doctor more things. Um, there's a con- continuous argument that he is not, and like, he doesn't have all his faculties. Like, he's he's not there. And Trump supporter sends me a TikTok, first of all. How ironic. Um, <laughs> and the video shows the reporter asking Biden a question, and then it, like, flashes like a white transition flash. To him kind of pausing, humming and hawing, thinking about his response. And I'm like, that is not, that is, that footage is not direct question to answer. That's doctored. Mm-hmm. And I said that, and he's like, you just can't see because you just love this child sniffer. And it's like, no, I know how technology works, dude. Like, it's like, I, this is somebody, like, people who fall for shit like this think that uh, the Carbonero effect on uh, True TV, that magician, mm-hmm. they think that's real magic. <laughs> it's all camera tricks and bullshit. Mm-hmm. It, that's all it is. Yeah. And I can spot the camera tricks. Like, oh, obviously this camera's placed here for a reason, or this transition, or they cut this weird. Like, and I don't know if other people can see that, but when you edit enough stuff, videos or audio Mm -hmm. there are things that i have been a magician at at cutting out of our show sometimes yeah and so knowing that 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 can be done i know i can see bullshit Mm -hmm. and these people just fall for this garbage on tiktok and biden is just this bumbling moron no he there you showed the question and then you cut in a different spot for a different it was a question about uh what's his name Putin. putin um and then uh, clearly, the response was about somebody else. And mm. I'm like, dude, if you send me the whole clip and we can have a conversation, but not some doctored fucking video. Yeah. Sorry. But I fucking hate social. I hate TikTok. It's fucking stupid, dude. I do too. And another thing, sorry, on my rant on TikTok, is like I just saw recently like somebody was posting like, um, Oh, TikTok is uh what I what I dislike about TikTok is there's all these songs on TikToks that like have ruined songs for me. And then somebody else is making the argument like there's so much good music on TikTok that I've discovered through TikTok like people making videos. And um there's a song that I've I it came out dude, it maybe um 10 years ago. Um oh, I was going to say is it Olivia Rodrigo? No. 
Who's oh. that? Oh, that's just this new girl that basically ripped off Paramore, uh, Paramore's misery business. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh, I want to hear it. Um, it's Never Forget You by the Noisettes. I've never heard of it. Dude, I- I'm going to look up when it came out because it was 2009. Wow. Okay. So this is a song I heard on the radio one time, and I was like, dude, this song is awesome. It's just it's kind of got this old sounding sounding like style. Weird for 2009. Yeah. So the chorus is what? That guitar, though, is very 2009. It's grungy sounding is the the tone. But so I heard that in 2009. I was like, dude, this song is fucking awesome. But I love like doo-wop music. Like I love that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so this was just kind of like an homage to that. And I really enjoyed the style to the point where I had an iPhone at the time and I downloaded on iTunes. I paid for that song. Wow. I loved that song. And I it's one song that's on my playlist that comes up every now and then. But all of a sudden, I'm seeing it pop up on TikTok on videos with children. And I'm like, how the fuck do they know this song? But. Well, if, like, it's the same thing when you, like, I've discovered a lot of songs in just creating Instagram stories because stuff will mm, yes, come up yes. that you've, that is like what you've used yes. too. So they'll have suggestions and you're uh, like, oh, this sounds cool. That's how I came across the band Hollow Coves. Mm-hmm. And now TikTok has ripped off all the Hollow Coves. Like music. Yeah, and it sucks because now everybody's using Hollow Coves. But that's what I'm saying with that song. And since 2009, I've been listening to it. And now I see all these children just using the chorus. And I'm like, yeah, but do you know the history of that song? The history of that song is not even a real thing. It's my history with that song Mm -hmm. that I'm really attributing to the fucking TikTokers. You know what's really annoying is when TikTokers or people on Instagram use music or even like at weddings this is really this is really a big thing as i'm discovering yeah as i'm looking at wedding music playlists yeah i'll send you mine is that there are so many people who are misusing songs like whose lyrics are either oh, like dark yes. or like about breakups yeah but because they have a good feel mm. and they think because there's like the word love in it that yes. it's like a lovey-dovey yeah. song it's like you dumbasses look at the lyrics yeah yeah, but apparently pumped up kicks yeah. is like a very shooting. popular. It's about murder. Yeah, it's about like a, it's like a dude going and shooting up a school. Yeah, yes, yes. yeah, and like that's apparently a really popular wedding song because what? It, because it's a because I, I'm guessing it because it has like a fun kind of poppy like a dance beat. I mean, I kind of love that. Imagining just a bunch of white people dancing to pumped up kicks. Yeah, because they don't know the, the. It's like that kind of stuff. Also, why that, do they have to be that, white, Jeff? That kind of stuff annoys me. Yeah. Dude, nobody besides white people is listening to Foster the People. Maybe. Have you ever seen a Foster the People like live music video? No. It, the entire crowd is white. Really? <laughs> just be honest. Dude, have you got the new Foster the People album? Anyways, <laughs> that's my rant on TikTok and the international doctoring of videos. Um, what do you got as far as recap and feelings? Um, okay, so one of the big things is, did you see that NBC reporter go after Putin? You sent the video. Yeah. And you said that this sounds awfully familiar. Yeah. Yes. So 
it's it was awesome that this woman like this woman can reporter, i bitch about this video for a second go for it why the fuck do they even have the russian i understand why the russian language is under it but mm-hmm. i can't hear the translator oh it was a pain in the ass to try mm-hmm. to listen to continue yeah so the the um the reporter stands up the nbc reporter she stands up and she goes why are you all asks putin just straight up why are all your political opponents either in jail or dead yes and then he goes well i'm not going to take he's like i'm not going to answer that question especially not from a reporter from a for a country who allows organizations like black lives matter to burn its cities and riot and loot he said that yeah and then um and he's like we don't he's like we feel for the united states having to put up with these organizations but we're not going to allow that kind of that kind of uh anarchy to help to happen here in russia and, oh, and okay th- and then goes <laughs> and then goes basically saying we have law and order here we're not going to allow that kind of stuff to happen mm-hmm. and then he goes and says also it's not like political dissidences aren't political dissidents aren't being silenced in the United States and then referenced the capital, the capital riots mm-hmm. saying that the prosecution of the people who, who stormed the Capitol mm-hmm. is, is the United States silencing its own political dissidents in trying to draw a moral equivalency Holy in trying to draw a, a moral equivalency between him poisoning, uh, Alexei Nagal, uh, yeah. whoever that guy's name is and us prosecuting, uh, the people who insurrection, well, I mean, it shouldn't be a shock that Russian dictators are trying to draw a moral equivalency on the international stage yes. between themselves and the United States. It's a parlor trick that they've tried. They did throughout the Cold War. It's not shocking that Putin is doing that. Right. We shouldn't we shouldn't even pay a, a two cents to that. My yes. point is being is that it is extremely scary that now you have uh, what Putin's language essentially mm-hmm. mirroring that of the political of the opposition party to the party in power yes in the united states yeah is using the exact same language and the exact same rhetoric regarding black lives matter mm-hmm. and regarding the prosecution of insurrection mm-hmm. yeah you're on the side of a russian dictator dude you have you have a u.s representative from arizona asking um uh FBI Director Ray mm-hmm. in a hearing, a public hearing, saying, um, wanting the the name of the officer who killed uh, Ashley Babbitt, mm-hmm. the woman who was killed mm-hmm. um, in the in the insurrection, um, wanting the name of that officer released, and then saying that that woman was executed. <gasps> Holy shit! They're literally trying to spin the narrative in the media to to say like these people were nothing more than true patriots trying to throw overthrow a corrupt government. Wow. And and Putin's using that language. Mm-hmm. It's almost like there was some coordination there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like because there was. Yeah. We had an entire investigation to show that there was coordination. Mm-hmm. And then they proved that there was coordination, and then it went nowhere because nowhere. Mitch McConnell and the Republicans buried it. I saw an announcement from I think the Trump people mm-hmm. saying, "Do not, do not, basically, essentially, do not use his name to further your political agenda if you're not truly going to back him." Mm-hmm. This single person, like 
single identity, like uh, the this god to these people, is insane to me. Insane. <laughs> Meanwhile, you have like you have uh, Abbott, uh, Governor uh, Governor Abbott, just put a two hundred fifty million dollar, um, just put a two hundred fifty million dollar uh, down payment on a state fund funded border wall in Texas. Wow. $250 million is a drop in the bucket. That's nothing. Yeah, that's a lot of money. It's, it's a lot of money, but it's not yeah. going to do anything towards actually accomplishing that goal. But all it is is red meat. Yeah. Yep. That's all it is, is trying to show like to the base. And then, of course, Trump and Abbott are, are this week are going to go tour the border in Texas. <laughs> well, you know who isn't? Kamala Harris. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kamala I was, Harris. I was thinking Sorry. about this. Uh, I was reading it on the wall. I was at, I was at a business, and they had all this like super patriotic shit all over the walls mm. and it it had the pledge of allegiance on the wall what a weird thing to have on what the a wall. weird thing to have on the wall etched into a wooden american flag throughout the stripes is where the it was i'm gonna get it as a tattoo bro <laughs> but i hate that but the one thing that like when i think about the pledge of allegiance what interests me is pledging allegiance to the flag Mm -hmm. that first sentence is really interesting to me and i think i could pick that apart as far as like maybe some dangers of that but the the most significant line to me is the last line indivisible with liberty and justice for all and it bums me out that we were talking about it with CJ, just this, how long does it take for people to forget the atrocities of World War II? Well, now we know. Or the manip- the manipulation mm-hmm. of citizens see the, in the World ch- War II. See the changing in rhetoric, right? I mean, we were mm-hmm. t- we were going back with uh, Jason, Os- Jason Osborne, mm-hmm. and he was he sent us, he was like, we're arguing with him, something about like, he was something about he just was off on a tangent and he you're like something about like send me a source and he sends some god forsaken i don't even know what the hell it was but it started with there is nothing more vile or uh repulsive than a democrat mm-hmm. that's the opening sentence to this guy's article yeah air quotes yeah that's fact it's not opinion mm-hmm. that is a fact yeah. and it is defending his argument mm-hmm. I, it it's just and I was like, "That's some Vic, that's some Joseph Goebbels level, right? Like propaganda, yes. Like creating scapegoats. this, creating scapegoats, and using the like using these really degrading, dehumanizing mm-hmm. language to generalize an entire group of people right. based on a political ideology. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily have to be race, but there's some race." There's some racial undertones right, yes, there because yeah. what makes the Democratic Party has a lot of minority mm, backing, mm, yes. far more than the Republican Party. Oh yeah. There. So there is a lot of because BLM and Antifa. That's an in, that's a those are Democrat sponsored terrorist organizations. <laughs> yeah. To the Tucker Carlson's of the world, right? right? right. And those are predominant. Well, not in, not necessarily Antifa, mm-hmm. but Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say predominantly Black mm-hmm. American organization mm-hmm. that has white allies but mm-hmm. it's it's led and organized by people of color yeah it's i i don't know man I, it's i don't know where we go from here i i don't know how like we have such a hard time standing on the like 
I was looking at the G7 for the yeah. first time, the, the the G7 leaders, and you look and you're 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 looking at the people who are there, and Angela Merkel is on her way out mm-hmm. because her she's been battling um, hard to keep this her center left um, party in power in mm-hmm. in German politics. Um, then you look at um, the the centrist. Uh, um, Mac- Emmanuel Macron mm-hmm. from France, mm-hmm. and you look at well Boris Johnson, who has steered hard to the right in yeah. terms of nationalism, and we're only six months removed from Donald Trump mm-hmm. being the U.S. representative there. That's insane. And you're looking at the G7 in Italy, who is with the five with the Five Star League and very nationalistic, very nationalistic anti-immigration. Yeah. Um, uh, Japan, mm-hmm. Japan's a little bit. You know, Japan's very different mm-hmm. culturally from the rest of the G7. But they deal with a lot. They've dealt with a lot of nationalism and, eth- and ethnocentrism, yep. and um, throughout their history, see World War II, right? And yeah. there's, I think, there's still a lot there mm-hmm. in terms of how they see themselves in relation to other Asian nations. Yes, they're probably the most Western-style Asian nation. Mm, okay, in terms, I, I maybe just, politically, politically, yeah, yeah, um, and then which makes them a part of yes. the G seven. Yeah. And you're just, you're looking and you're like, man, the G7 is so, it almost is like a caricature of itself now. It's like, the, it's like a hollow shell. Mm. The things that, the, the ties that bind, that bound them together in its formation, mm-hmm. no don't no longer seem to be there underneath the facade of we're seven nations mm. standing up for human rights okay. and liberal and liberal and expanding liberalism and democracy around like by example around the world mm-hmm. and it just seems like the internal politics you, you have such a disconnect between the leaders and what their messaging is and the internal politics of the countries that they're representing right on that stage mm-hmm. because all of those con- all the g7 countries are dealing with internal politics of nationalism and mm-hmm. far-right movements yes. being met with clashes of far left movement far mm-hmm. left anarchist movement saying we need to completely destroy the international institutions and do away with um there's basically attacks on the one world order mm-hmm. from both sides right for wanting different outcomes but still there there's just there's so much internal strife that i'm just looking at the g7 and i'm like it just looks hollow mm. You know, it, it just for me it looks hollow because there is such a disconnect there because disconnect there between the leader's messaging, a messaging that I agree with, yes, in a in a vision that I see and I'm like that yes is the vision that's what I want to see yes, and then the reality of of what's going on in, the, in each nation in each nation yeah that's so that's that's what I was thinking about when you were saying this is this unifying message of like this is the this is the goal. Mm-hmm. This is where we want to go. This is our, our. These are our ideals mm-hmm. as seven nations, um, and 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 not a one world order, but working together. Yeah. But then the reality, like you're saying, of the actual internal struggles of each nation, and you have leadership who want to continue, maybe norms, but also continue on this path of like world peace mm-hmm. and you can't and each nation is kind of struggling with the issue of peace internally mm-hmm. and that's a bummer because the leadership right now is there macron and um what's her name merkel merkel um and now with joe biden and 
other leagues, Boris Johnson's a little bit of a nut, but a lot of bit of a nut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Donald Trump of England. So, but overall, you have this this these ideas of continuing what started after World War II, but now we're seeing the languages, the actions, and the behaviors, the scapegoating that started the conflicts in World War II. Mm-hmm. But the leadership is still trying to continue the institutional ideas that kept world peace for this long. It's shitty, dude. Mm-hmm. It's shitty. And and to me, I don't understand. Like, It's the manipulation and divisiveness and the polarization of politics. And... It's disgusting that, like, not only in the United States, but we're seeing it now on on a global stage in other nations. People are using that and manipulate manipulating citizens of their countries to further polarize them to, for what political gain? For then what? Destabilization internationally? What does that look like? I uh, well, Steve Bannon is proponent of this theory yeah. that you have to. You basically have to tear, you have to tear down everything, uh-huh. and then you have to tear down every. You basically, ha- humans have to dis- have to destroy themselves mm-hmm. to then be able to build back the society that we want. Shit, that sounds like some Watchmen shit right there, dude. It is, yeah, it, it is. And and Steve, and then I, dude, you see Steve Bannon. Like what starts as a Steve Bannon, you're like oh, that's crackpot Steve Bannon. Don't listen to him. Yes. But then that stuff leaks in, and then it gets picked up by more and more and more mainstream. It's fucking on TikTok. It start well, yeah, and it starts <laughs> leech. It leaches itself yes. into more mainstream media sources, yeah. and then it's disseminated across the population. Yeah, that's gross. That's a by bummer, mo- by dude. more and more seemingly credible people. Mm-hmm. And it, but it all originated from Steve Bannon, but it's being thrown out in the mouthpieces by people by people that more of the aggregate American mm-hmm. would see as a reliable source for information. Right. I, what I was just thinking about is like reading, beginning to read the rise and fall of the third Reich. I know where we go in world war two. Mm-hmm. So reading about kind of the beginnings of how we get there mm-hmm. linear, it makes sense. Oh shit. Here is all of the history of the Hitler family. And I'm just now getting into him wanting to be an artist and his father like shitting on him for it. We all know that when well, we don't all know that, but we we know World War Two happens. We know kind of the consequences of World War Two. So when I when I know the end of the story, mm-hmm. when I start reading the beginning, I, I start the the pieces start coming together and I'm like, oh, shit. OK, I can see how this could lead to the end, the end consequences that we see. Mm-hmm. I can't help but think about this conversation that you and I are having where we're talking about the beginning of the story of this anti uh, or this nationalism, anti-immigration, polarization of politics, manipulation of people. What does the end of this story look like? And historians, what if they're around at the end of this story, will look back at say what you mean as a primary resource and hear us talking about well, if we get to if we keep down this path you and i are ending up in a concentration for sure camp. for sure but you get what i'm saying yeah like there are there are flags here there are red flags here probably i mean who, who knows where i mean like i said i'm very early in that book but we know that there was scapegoating and there was um 
you know, polarization in, in Germany and stuff. And we see these things that ultimately lead to Adolf Hitler and Nazis. Mm-hmm. I just have concerns about, like, you know, are, are we, and we've talked about this before, are we being overdramatic about mm-hmm. the red flags or whatever, you know? No. But one day, if we're on the other side of a catastrophe with severe consequences, you look back at those who are analyzing the red flags and you'll say, oh shit, they were trying to, they, you know, these are the red flags that people are pointing out and nobody's listening. I mean, literally nobody's listening. (laughs) They're all asleep right now. Maybe not, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just scary, dude. It bums me out because there is fucking lessons in history. And I feel like to what you're saying, these, this G7, this, this organization of leaders who are educated and understand their roles and responsibilities. I mean, some of them, Mm -hmm. um, as world leaders, not just leaders of nations, but leaders and examples across the mm-hmm. world. And, and and to understand this new idea of that that international leadership and wh- and how without that we had some huge atrocities and, and nations, literally teams of nations versus one another. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. And that's what they're trying to avoid. That's my um and then seeing Biden gets it like yeah. Biden gets it because you saw him go back out back at that reporter who asked him the question why are you confident that Putin is going to change his behavior mm-hmm. and then he turns on a dime and goes I didn't say that yeah he was mad and yeah. I think he was mad because he knows what the reporter was trying to do the reporter was trying to basically say um, anything other than Putin changing his behavior is a failure of right. Biden's foreign policy right. and Biden was like no I didn't say I was confident that his behavior will change. What mm-hmm. I said is that the way to get his behavior to change is to put international pressure on yes. Putin with a team of, na- with basically with a team of nations. Yes. And that's what Biden is trying to do both with China and with Russia yeah. following the old playbook. And that has won us big, has won us major power conflicts in the past. Yes. Without spilling much yes. blood directly yes. right we fought a lot of cold we fought a lot of uh we fought a lot of cold war wars right that were proxy wars like mm-hmm. vietnam but the we able we were able to stave off major war with russia through over a decades long yeah. stalemate between the two major powers and as the world reaches bipolarity biden is trying to set up a system where we can combat that without using force yeah. against China yeah. and that and especially doing that with Russia too as Russia tries to Russia wants nothing Biden has Biden has rightfully identified what Putin wants more than anything and that is a return to Russian prominence mm-hmm. right Ru- Putin hates the fact that Russia is not seen as a major player right on the international stage it has been eclipsed by China it has never reached close to becoming parity with the United States again and as Biden is recoalescing the West at least at the surface level, mm-hmm. um, the leaders are on board with each yeah. other and getting those commitments at the G7 to promote vaccinations, to, to work together economically, like n- patching some of the, the, the fragment, the fraying of those relationships that, that we saw under Trump, mm-hmm. that scares the shit out of Putin mm-hmm. and Putin is lashing out. Yeah. And Putin wants to see Russia. He wants a return to Russian uh, prominence and 
Biden understanding how to keep him from getting that mm-hmm. is going to keep Russia in line. Yeah. And that is why Biden was right to point out, like, I'm not confident that I can change his behavior, right. but I am confident and I know how to get it done. It's interesting because it's not. And what he's saying is I'm not changing his behavior, but we can, mm-hmm. I think, is the overall message. Yeah. And that the fact that what you just brought up, the fact that he is afraid mm-hmm. and and he is concerned that all these nations, the United States and the G7 are once again trying to find a way to work together. I can't help but think of that picture of Donald Trump with his arms crossed like a fucking child. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now you have them all trying to find a way, despite their own internal issues on their nations, international and their, and their differences. Yeah, and their differences. Like right. France and Germany got to be pissed as hell at at Britain for pulling out of the yes, EU. Yes, yes, right, right. But this this idea of like we got to do this together, the fact that that scares an adversary mm-hmm. is a good thing. Yeah, and China. Just throwing tariffs on everybody is not going to squash an adversary or subdue an adversary on the level that the United States would like to. Mm-hmm. But the fact that those adversaries are worried that we are now trying to work with other teams tells you what works. Well, I mean, you could point to all sorts of fantasy and sci-fi to show this. Yeah. It's a reason why uh, Sauron didn't want Rohan and Gondor talking. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.